everyone to yet another episode of our authentic realness podcast ARP realness and we are excited we have the full team back finally it's been quite some time since it's felt like we've had everybody <laughs> and certainly I just give us a hard time like anytime anybody's missing I make it seem like it's been 10 months that someone hasn't been on <laughs> Fabby how goes it my friend all is well over here. How about yourself? Spectacular as always. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to bless us all with spectacular as always. I love it. <laughs> Theo, what about you, brother? Grateful as always. And as I've said before, even when it ain't, it's all good. <laughs> so this is your new catchphrase. Are we going to do some T-shirts yes. and banners and all yes. that? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 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 How's your podcast coming along, sir? Coming soon. That's all I say. Okay. Well, say less. Well, with that, thank you all again for allowing me to say spectacular as always. But let's not forget, you know, that ending part of making sure that we put the emphasis on as always as well. Like the spectacular part is great, but the as always part is just that part that just really brings it all in for all of us. So with that. Let's jump right in. And our topic for tonight is one that is important for everyone. And I'll paint a picture for you all. And one of the things that you all have likely seen at this point with us being with 40 plus episodes is that I am overly critical. And that being critical is across the board that I have an expectation of things being done well, being done with the spirit of excellence, or not at all. And one of the things that goes along with that is that standard is across the board in every component of my life. If you're going to be around me, I expect things just to be done well, that you that you are going to have your stuff together that you are expecting the best out of yourself, you're expecting the best out of me, that we just want things to be great if we're, we're going to be in my circle. And one of the things that goes along with that, though, is we have to also recognize that we're not perfect. And one of the things that I have been learning to do over the past couple of years is to extend a level of grace to myself in knowing that I'm not always going to be right, in knowing that things aren't always going to be done where the outcome <laughs> is excellent. Now, I could go in with the spirit of excellence, but that doesn't mean that the outcome is going to be excellent. And the topic of the session tonight is to truly implore all of us, including me, to ensure that we're extending some grace to ourselves. And when I say that, what does that mean? That we're kind of giving ourselves a pass off. That, yes, be critical. Yes, be hard on self. But still yet find some harmony. 
in knowing that if you don't stink up the place too bad, chances are it can be fixed. Chances are you just were not on your A game. Chances are it can be fixed. So this particular episode, I really want us to think about extending a level of grace to ourselves. And that's both professionally and personally. When I think about me providing the eight services that I provide, and as a reminder, so that we all are on the same page, those eight services are program and project management, management consulting, operations management, contingent labor and workforce management, chief of staff services, supplier diversity management, motivational speaking, voiceover, and voice actor work. And in turn, it is always my desire, I always yearn for producing amazing work, going into the work with the spirit of excellence. But what I've learned as the consultant is that there are just sometimes that things just aren't going to go well. And I don't care how much strategy I pump in. I don't care how much strategic planning I do. I don't care how much the action plan is in place. They're just those things in life that just don't necessarily come together the way that we expect. What I have learned is extending myself some grace is that component that allows me to get up the next day. It's that component that allows me to understand the world did not just come to an end. It's that component that allows me to have a level of harmony in my day-to-day living. It's that component that reminds me that I'm human and that it's okay. And in turn, it's the component that allows me to go back and fix and do get things right and to be able to follow my sword and say, hey, we did stink the place up. Hey, this didn't go as we planned. But hey, here's our plan and strategy to get it right. It's so important. And if you all think about the episode that we just did not too long ago, where we talked about that, yes, I could be wrong. Yes, you could be wrong. Yes, we all could be wrong. And it's okay for us to be both responsible and accountable. It's okay for us to completely own it. We don't have to point the finger at anybody else. It's all me that I'm the one who did it, that I can apologize, that I can say that I was the wrong one. I can say I was the one that messed it up. But I also can extend myself some grace because I recognize and I know with certainty that I'm not perfect. And it's that component of extending myself the grace that's going to allow me to get it right. Any experiences that either of you, Fabi or Theo, that you can immediately think of where when you've extended yourself some grace that it's been helpful to you? I'm actually still working on that for myself. So it's actually this this topic is actually perfect because it's freeing me up in some ways. So I'm. I'm, So you need it. You you need to hear, sir. Extend yourself some grace. (laughs) Okay, Fabi. What about you? Is is there a favorable or positive experience that you've had with extending yourself some grace? Yes. So I definitely agree with what Theo mentioned as well, and one that comes to mind from a professional standpoint is okay. when I had to do a presentation with an executive at my company. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I was ever doing an, a presentation with her. Okay. And so I didn't, and I had recently changed uh, managers as well. So I didn't, I had prepared for the presentation based on how my old manager had coached me. Okay. 
but when I went to the into the meeting, I felt very, I'm really hard on myself also, but I just felt like it wasn't how I would have wanted the presentation to go. Okay. And so I was very upset because I take a lot of things personally and I had to show myself grace in that moment. And then I actually ended up having a conversation with my manager and just letting her know that like what I was feeling. And so I think that's also important is to kind of express like how you're feeling. And she was also to show me, she was able to show me grace and was able to kind of comfort me through that moment as well. Okay. So that's one that comes to mind from a professional perspective that I was having to navigate through. But at the end of the day, like you said, you show yourself grace and you keep it pushing and use it as an opportunity to, to improve going forward. So great. So that that's a great example, Fabi. Now I'm glad that you shared it because it's so important for us to see the favorable components of extending some grace to ourselves. What about you extending some grace to somebody else? Do, do either of you have an example professionally where <laughs> someone else needed some grace to be extended to them and you were the one who was able to offer that? Or, or an example that might have been somebody else? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Working on projects, you know, with my background being in the, the background development space, when you're put on okay. a team where... You know, you may have someone that was given a job and the, the company took a chance on them. But for the project at hand, they may not have the skill set or okay. they may have. So had, just weren't necessarily a good fit for this particular project. Oh, yeah. So okay. for me, going into those situations and you immediately see it, you go, OK, a lot of this is going to fall on me. How can I? make sure that everyone brings something to the table in it that is a collaborative and group effort. Put me in a place where I'm finding out finding out those person's strengths in that situation where it's like, you know what, I'm going to grace okay. you on this side. You may not understand Teradata. You may not understand SQL Server or Python, but you understand Tableau. So from a background development program, you can't help me, but if I put this in a stored procedure, you'll be able to shine. So now I found your strength so I can grace you on this background part, but now you okay. can handle that front end, front end glossy part, which in the end, it's like by me gracing that, that's that lacking that skill set, it actually helped us out because thinking from a project management standpoint, I did my part, passed it on, they did their part and it went back and then it didn't have too many hands in the pot. I wasn't, I didn't have to slow down and be like, Hey, you do this and X, Y, Z and have to go back through and, redo stuff because it was done incorrectly it kind of gave us a flow so by me immediately noticing that and gracing that person it gave us a flow chart to create and knock it out and what i'm hearing in very certain terms is the extending of the grace made you all look good most definitely because ultimately you could have had a meltdown on this person doesn't know what they're doing they need to get off the team and ultimately would have missed out on that skill set that they did have mm -hmm. but because you extended the grace it allowed all of you to identify, hey, this is what you're strong at, Theo. This is what I'm strong at. We're going to be a team. We're going to make this work, and we're going to knock it out of the park. That's it. So there's only positive things that come from extending grace, and be it extending grace to yourself, be it extending grace to the people around you. Now, let's be clear. We're not saying provide a crutch. Mm -hmm. We're not saying anything goes. We're not saying the norm is subpar. We're not saying, hey, well, do what you want to do. No, that's not what we're saying. Because we are saying that we are a high-performing team in all things that we do. 
we are saying that we expect a spirit of excellence in all that we do. We are saying that the expectation is that we are achieving each and every time. But in that, we are being realistic that as humans, because we are flawed and because we are not perfect, there are going to be those things that we're going to miss. There are going to be those things that we're not going to do well. The extending of the grace is more so the exception than it is the norm, because we just can't be extending grace all day long. Because ultimately, that may very well position us in a place where we're not getting anything done. Now, the last example that I want to hear from either one of you before. I do want to comment on that, Aaron. Sorry to interrupt. Absolutely. Don't be sorry. (laughs) Jump in. I've been in a position where I was a manager and I was actually extending too much grace Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. point that it did backfire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on me. Mm -hmm. So there is a fine line between there's a grace line. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I just wanted to call that out as Absolutely. well. And, and I, you're spot on to exactly what I'm saying. And you provided the example of what I was talking about because you just can't be providing grace all the time because mm-hmm. ultimately that then turns into a crutch and that crutch then turns into an opportunity where unfortunately some folks will take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I, I totally am am right there with you. But the example that I want to give now is in hindsight, which we all can identify and agree that it's always 2020. Is there a a situation or scenario that either of you can think of that you were really tight on, (laughs) did not extend grace, but if you had to do it all over again, you would have? Is there an example like that that either of you can think of? For me being a father, and you you would think after you've repeated yourself so many times, your child would know. But sometimes, you know, depending on what has happened with the child throughout the day, they may be tired, they may be overwhelmed. Um, the fault of myself, too much screen time, it puts you in a place where you have to constantly extend that grace and there's been plenty of times where right. i didn't and be like i mean i was raised by a baby boomer so you know if you don't do it right the first time half of the time you know what comes after that where right. i've had to catch myself and be like you know what let's let's figure out what's going on let me take a step back and i failed plenty of times but just okay. even now just thinking about you know within the last year um where the world is right now it's caused me to take a step back and be like, hey, you've been on this game too long. Your mind is still in Minecraft and Fortnite when I'm telling you to get in the shower and I'm having to repeat myself. So, you know, really taking a step back and looking at myself, hey, hey, you you missed it. Mm-hmm. You should have you should have extended grace, but you just immediately went to disciplinary. Okay. So that that's that's the thought that came to mind for me. So it's helped you from a parenting perspective as a father, you've identified that there are those opportunities that you can extend more grace to your son. Okay. Excellent. No, that's a great one. I have one (laughs) and certainly neither of you will be surprised by this example that I'm about to give at all. And, And actually the listeners probably wouldn't either. So one of the things about my professional career and, and I do thank God for it. And, and I was somewhat prepared. But I was moved 
up in my career very early. So I can remember that I was not an individual contributor very long at all. Like maybe first six months of my first real job. And then after that, I've always been a manager. And early manager me was very close to being a tyrant. <laughs> like literally very much so expected things this way or the highway and did not care. Like, look, this is the way it needs to be. And when I think back to that phase of me, I recognize that that was not the way. Now, I will say this. I've had a lot of former employees to come back to me later in life. And they've thanked me because they talked about how so much of that hard iron fist type approach worked for them. And it really has made them the great and amazing person that they are today. So for that part, I'll take. But in hindsight, I believe that there are many scenarios, particularly with the maturity that I have now and the growth that I have. And, and remember, my example of maturity has nothing to do with age, but it has everything to do with experience and exposure and life experiences and, and all those type of things that you've gone through. And if I could go back to some of those earlier meetings and earlier sessions of one-on-one that I would have extended a bit more grace to folks. And I do it now a lot more. So it's not like it's a lost case, but if I could go back to my earlier days of being elevated quickly and managing people much older than me at a very young age, that I would definitely have approached that a little differently. And one of the primary reasons that I do that is because God has a way of making you eat who you are from a vantage point of like the things that you've done, then you have to learn from them. And I tell people all the time, one of the most difficult things that can happen for you as someone who's in the workforce is to be a manager. Because it's one thing for you to be responsible for your work, but it's a whole different ballpark for you to be responsible for your own work and the work of other people. Because along with people, it's no longer just the work. It's the personalities. It's what's going on at home. It's whether they like you, whether you like that. It's just so many other dynamics that go into that process of managing a fully grown person. But one of the things that I tell people who are first moving in to their first role as a manager is to get out a sheet of paper. And I tell them to write on, on one side of the paper, think about every amazing and wonderful manager that they had and the, the techniques and the skills and the things that they did. And literally just list all those things out. Like here are all the things that my great managers did well. And this is just ideal, optimal when it comes to managing. And then the second request is to flip that same sheet of paper over and then to write out all of the techniques and things that all their bad managers did. And what are those things that really were not effective and did not work for them? And in turn, I then tell them to look at both lists and to go read that side where all the great manager items are and to hold on to that. 
but then to flip that over to the side of the, the bad managers and actually put an X on it. And I asked them to make a commitment to themselves that everything that they've listed out on that bad manager side, that they will commit to not doing those things. But on that good manager side, that they would commit to replicating and or taking those things to the next level so that they can be represented on that good manager list when they start passing this technique down to other people. My fear is that some of those earlier <laughs> career items that I might be thinking back to when other folks think about me, I might be on that bad manager side of some of the things that I did. <laughs> so I share that from a vantage point of if any of those people are listening, I apologize. I have grown. I have developed. I'm extending grace to my folks, myself and people around me. And just thank God for experience, exposure, growth, development, learning, aha moments, epiphany moments, and all those type things that will allow us all to be corrected and to be on a lifelong journey of understanding that that's what this is. Any closing thoughts from you, Fabio, or response to that? I just will say that I think everyone hopefully at least has one manager like that because I really truly truly think it helps you to become just such a better employee kind of going forward. Like I definitely had one of those in my earlier careers, mm -hmm. but I would not be where I am today. I feel like without mm. that strictness Okay. and yeah, so I of course don't want another one like that, mm -hmm. but I'm happy with the one that I had. So there was a benefit as well. So I, I might need to extend myself some grace to say that, yes. Hey, that may need was needed. At that point of those careers. Well, you grew those from it, which is most important. Some people stay in that, and that's where I think the problem is. I, I think once it. you're able to grow from it, it's I good. It. But yeah. But I'm also saying on the side of the employees that I had then, it mm -hmm. might have been good for them because you yes. are now saying that that helped you early career. So it thank, did you, help me. thank you for letting me know that I need to extend some grace to myself that some <laughs> of those people might have needed that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anything else? Yes, that's all for me. Nope, that's it. Theo, what about you, sir? Like right now, from a fraternal standpoint, I'm up to be the pole mark of the, the alumni chapter that I'm a part of. But one thing, okay. one thing that they have said a lot is I have zero tolerance for excuses and I don't grace anybody. So mm. this, this conversation... Because at the end of the day, you know, I, I hold the ideas of achievement very high. So if we're going to do anything, it has to be to the highest degree. That's just how I feel about it. That's one of the things that attracted me to Cap Alpha Psi. So just just listening and being a part of this conversation, it, it's okay. It's okay to have a standard. It's okay to have uh, expectation. But be knowledgeable be mindful of the situation there may need to be an extension of grace in some scenarios yeah and that fraternity element definitely presents a whole different animal and and we could definitely be talking for a very long time if we were to really tap into all of the nuances that go along with that so i hear you yet i i would implore you just to look at it holistically when you think about it from a fraternal perspective Gotcha. All right, let's look to the Lord.
Heavenly Father, God, we come before you yet again, just thanking you, God, for such a tremendous episode, God. God, this particular episode where we concluded that extending a level of grace is a positive thing, God. God, we thank you for that revelation. God, we would ask that you would position all of us to be in a place where we could truly honor everything that came from this particular conversation tonight, that, God, we might begin to continue to extend a level of grace to ourselves for those of us that are not doing it at all, that we'll begin, for those of us who are doing it, that we will continue, and for those of us that need to be even taking it to the next level, that we will continue to do that as well. God, this has been such a tremendous sharing because certainly we heard so many examples, both positive and negative, from the team tonight. And God, we just thank you for those life experiences that we've had to be able to have such a tremendous conversation. God, we would ask that you would just continue to cover us as a team, that you would continue to cover this podcast, that you would continue to allow us to grow. And God, just to have us to have these very intriguing topics each and every time. God, we would ask that you would just cover the world that we're living in because certainly, God, so much is going on, but we know that you know all about it and that you would continue, God, to position us in places where we can still yet be positive about life and that we could just keep on pressing on, God. But certainly, God, know that it definitely becomes difficult sometimes with all the many things that are going on throughout the world. So, God, we would ask that you would just continue to provide us favor and that you would continue to cover our families and continue to be with us. So, God, we love you, we adore you, we magnify you, we glorify you. And it's in the glorious and magnificent name of your son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen and amen again. And to our listeners, we would be remiss if we did not say that the greatest part, the best part, the most amazing part of this authentic realness podcast, ARP, is each and every one of you. And we mean that from the depths of our beings because we recognize that there is no podcast without each and every one of you. We also want to acknowledge our partners over at Buzzsprout because Buzzsprout provides the opportunity for us to be able to be on so many platforms, to be a global podcast, and to be able to have episodes that are broadcasted around the world. For those of you that are potentially considering launching your own podcast, there's no hesitation or reservation in us completely and totally recommending Buzzsprout as being your partner as well. And in our new, traditional, self-developed ending that we so love because it's uniquely our own, we end in the way that we always end. And that's until next time. Let us all be and stay spectacular together. Realness.